Opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Somebody, Hour number two, 713-780. I, I just, this discussion is, is just, do you think, people ask, do you think he, he knew Watson was going to leave? I Honestly, if I'm a coach. I don't think he did. I think I, he did. And I, I think if I went in there as the coach. I'd want to know exactly what kind of trade package you were going to get for him before I did it. Because I think if you get the right deal, I can win a lot faster than I can with Deshaun Watson and a bunch of homeless dudes. I really believe that. Let me just, let's just say the Dolphins trade is part of it. And you're getting Tua back. And and Xavier Howard, let's throw that in there because he he wants to get paid by somebody. You give me those two guys. uh, You're giving me your, your first round picks and probably my second back. And I'm assuming more picks down the road. But let's just look at this year. I could get a premier receiver with that third pick to go with Tua. Uh, I could use that second pick on another defensive guy. Now i got second-round picks. I can actually draft a decent running back. Um, and if we're wrong about Tua, guess what? I'm going to have a real high pick again next year. And we'll try again at quarterback. Yeah. And here's the other thing, just to throw this out there about Deshaun. I want to get to your calls after this. You're getting out from under a massive contract at a time when you don't know what the salary cap is going to be because we don't know what it's going to be like next year. We all hope that everything's getting close to normal, but we don't know. Uh, so you're getting out from under a massive contract that's really not a long-term deal, so he can hold you up at the end of it because it was a bad contract. From a guy who has, uh, I think, you know, he's been a model citizen until now, but I think acting like a 15-year-old, to force your way out does not show leadership. It does not. It does not show maturity. I kind of want to get out from under that. And if I'm a coach, you know what? Let me work with Tua. If it doesn't work out, all right, we'll draft another one. Yeah. And it sucks that you've been trying to get a quarterback like this your entire for the entire franchise's life. And you look at all the teams out there that have been trying to find a guy like this forever. Talking to you, Cincinnati and Cleveland. Uh, it sucks, but if it's not going to work, then you know I'll I'll try it the old fashioned way with draft picks, and see if I can't build the team that way. But that's me. That that means you have to trust Nick Casario, and I don't. One, I, I think this hire tells me I don't trust Nick Casario. One other note, like we're and we're talking about you know five million dollars, like that's what he's getting. I I would bet he's not making five million dollars a year. We don't know yet, but it seems excessive. Like this seems like a budgetary hire. I can't uh, see that. that I don't know. Million dollars would put him like mid-range yeah. NFL head coach. Like, well, but frankly, I think you're too caught up on the money. They, these guys have never been afraid to spend money. They're paying three GMs right now. They're right. paying O'Brien. Uh, they paid O'Brien's contract off. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's a. But what I'm gave saying Nick is Nick Casario six years. Right. But does five million dollars, like an av- which is an average NFL head coaching salary, do you think David Culley is going to make the average NFL head coaching salary? I don't know. I'm sure he's close to it. I mean, these guys uh, don't scrimp. 
Well, that'd be pretty laughable. I mean, they, so. they, they paid more money to players last year than any team in the league. Not smart money. Right. None of this has been smart money. But, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're going to shortchange the guy. Well, I mean, I, I don't think short – I mean – Three point five million isn't shortchanging him. No, but if the average it's paying him like a like the least experienced coach in the NFL. Yeah, but you got seven of those guys now. Okay, the least qualified coach in the NFL. Well, that's different. <laughs> that's a different argument. But yeah, I, I, I think we're getting too caught up on 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 the money thing. Let's uh let's get to some more calls. Who's Curtis, been, been waiting a while. Hello, Curtis. How you guys doing today? We're doing sports, man. What's up? Good deal. Well, let me just give a little perspective to this deal. First of all, I'm a, I'm a black coach, former coach, so I've been on both sides of the table. Now, in Eric the Enemy, his situation is completely different, so you guys are both right in the, in the aspect of it makes sense for Eric the Enemy to wait. It also makes sense for him not to waste his time interviewing a job that you really don't want him in. The hire that the Texans make only proves that you are not interested in interviewing the most qualified guy. If you put those resumes on the table, take race completely out of it, that guy's resume doesn't even come close to advantage. The same thing happens with, with guys in, in college. Right now, both of you guys could go be the head coach at, at Alabama. You're going to win every year because you're always going to get the best player. Nick Saban runs it, and then the next year you go out and you get your a head coaching job. The guy that's the head coach at the Patriots, he gambled. And he gambled wrong. His stock was high, but now he's being exposed because you don't have you don't have a, a Brady there. So now you realize, hey man, this guy really can't coach. So when guys are looking at head coaching jobs, they weigh it all. Now, if you look at every black head coach that has been in the NFL, there's a large majority of them that have been AP Coach of the Year after taking on the worst organizations. You think Cincinnati wouldn't like to have well, Marvin Lewis in record right now? You think Chicago wouldn't like to be playing for the Super Bowl? You think that you think the Raiders wouldn't like to be winning like they were in Archell's heyday? You think the Colts wouldn't want to be back in the Super Bowl like they were with Dungeon? Right, but, but I mean, you're acting like every back black back. coach is going to have immediate success, and that's just that's false. I don't know. Was that was that his point? I don't know. I didn't think it was. Well, we, we shouldn't have dropped. Yeah, it, but that's yeah. Fine. I kind of wanted to hear the rest. Yeah, of it. but no. But he he's. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, there's a lot of that that was. I thought there, there's been plenty of black coaches who are abject failures as well. The, like the race of a head coach matters so little to me outside the fact that now it's become a thing where you like a team gets draft picks and you have to interview minority head coaches. Like to me, that's all that. Like I, I could really care less if a coach is black or white or purple or Lebanese or Mexican. It doesn't matter if he's a good coach. Like I, I would even think the most, the most hillbilly backwoods Texans fans, if if this guy wins a Super Bowl, which but is completely an unrealistic you know scenario, but if David Cully wins a Super Bowl, Texans fans will those redneck guys who would normally like out in Vider or somewhere would be like, hey man, this guy's all right. Because he won a Super Bowl, man. You get over it. Like, if a guy wins, no one cares what color he is. I believe that. I, I think that I, I do also believe that it's harder for NFL, for head coaches, black head coaches to get these jobs. I believe that. But I really think all these teams want to do is hire what they think is the best guy. Because I, I, I don't think you'll find an owner in the league 
that would be happier going nine and seven with a white guy than winning a Super Bowl with a black coach. I I, I don't believe that there's a, a an Ooh. owner in the league who would take that. Ooh, I don't, I don't know. Well, well I think I, mean, I, 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 and we're talking about thirty-two. Well, thirty-one white billionaires. Yeah, I guarantee you, there's at least one racist there. Um, and you know what? And there's also guys that don't care about winning. They just they're just printing the checks. So yeah, I I could see that. Let's talk to Henry. Hello, Henry. Hey guys, how's it going? It's going sports, man. I can I can I can almost guarantee y'all not getting no job with Common there. <laughs> well, that's all right. I'm not worried about that. I I know, man. I know. I'm just I'm just jumping in on the joke about the train. Hey, uh, <laughs> I, in, in, in all honesty, man, you're right. We saw this coming. We've been we've been staying at the train coming at us for for a couple weeks now. Um. I, I I honestly I'm disappointed. I, I'm 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 pissed off. I got about 50 million emotions going on right now with this hire, from the fact uh, from the moment they hired the GM to now. Um, and I'm not going to say that the son is being immature. At the same time, I yes, am he disappointed. Is. He's requested. It. You can say I, it. Okay. Well. It, 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 Explain how he's being immature. I mean, they, they, he signed an extension four months ago. If you sign an extension for a contract four months ago, and then four months later you're like, you know what, I want out of here. And subtweeting with rap lyrics uh, yeah. like a fifteen year old. He's been the That's most immature. immature. Yeah. This is. I mean, he's been. Uh, he's the, been the, more. The, the subtweeting. The subtweeting. I can agree with you, but but in the midst of the four years. Let, let's let's disagree. The man has been lied to. I mean, you, you got to understand. He signed the four year extension under different pretenses. Yeah, uh, Bill O'Brien was here. We're going to keep. <laughs> he signed on to play with Bill O'Brien as his GM and coach. Okay, like it, that wasn't a better scenario. He, he like he signed on knowing that this team was a total mess. But it's it, not like we just figured out that Bill O'Brien's a dope. It's not like he found out after he signed his extension that Bill O'Brien was going to trade DeAndre Hopkins. He'd already shown his colors. And De- 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 Deshaun okay, said, you know I, what, I, I still want to be I here. Agree. I can agree with you on that. But, but, but besides the point, besides the point, I'm more pissed off than how Kyle McNair is holding the fans hostage. I mean, like literally selling us a bill of goods. We have a franchise quarterback. I don't want new picks. I don't want to make a trade. I want to keep the guy we got, and let's fix this mess we in. Then keep let's, him. Let's, get, let's find some quality players to bring in here. That's still an option. Yeah. Yeah. They can still keep him. Because I know as much as Deshaun wants to leave, Texans don't have to let him leave. Yeah. He, and, could, just but, keep, he could keep losing out on money. To, to his point, I don't blame Deshaun for being ticked off. I don't blame him for wanting out. I've been a big Deshaun fan since before he came here. However, the way he's handling this is immature. And that raises red flags for me about your long-term leadership abilities. Well, that's all. He, he, he hasn't handled this well. Neither the Texans. No, but, no, but. no. And, and in no way am I going to excuse the the freaking Texans. No, here. everybody's and, in the wrong here. No, the, the the Texans have been a mess, and I think this hire, frankly, is going to be a mess because everything that they've done since Joel Osteen has been in the building has been bad. It has been bad. And, and not just not just they made bad decisions. It's how they did it. Like how they made the Casario hire. That was ridiculous. You claim you're going to have a guy have some input, then you don't even talk to him. 
and you basically sneak this guy in under the radar. They they flew the plane under 10,000 feet, so they wouldn't be on radar to sneak him in. I, I, I keep seeing people say well, the Texans don't have options with Deshaun. We'll, we'll get to that on the other side of the break. Uh, I, I want to get into that, but i got to tell you about TGS Insurance. Uh, if you own your home and you, I mean, obviously, if you own your home, you pay for homeowner's insurance. It's just part of the deal. you got to do it. Why pay too much? You don't have to do that. You could send a text to my friends over at TGS Insurance, Lanny Hayes and those guys, and what they'll do, you text the word money, to, excuse me, oh, to 232323. They'll say, hey, what's your address? And you give them your address, and they're not going to come over. They're just going to send you a text back within 15 seconds and say, hey, this is what you could be paying for your homeowner's insurance. And you can look at that, compare it to what you're paying now, and you'll probably save money. I saved over $1,000 a year with TGS. The average customer saving $900 a year. So that means there's some people saving a little bit less, some people saving a lot more even. Uh, Graham here in our office saved 26 hundo. And if if you're not saving money with them, no obligation. You just delete the text and you never hear from them again. Simple as that. Guys, there's no reason not to try it. Text the word money to 232323. They'll take care of the back end, get you out of your old deal, and get you started saving money now. Money. It's 23-23-23 This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. So 2A1 asks a good question because it's, you know, wanting to defend Deshaun. Okay. Which I, 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 I can we agree that I've been a Deshaun defender for a long time? Yes. And... That I, in in fact, the point that a lot of you guys called me homers because yeah, I was pretty high on the guy. So he's good at sport. Uh, he is. What is the proper way to ask for a trade? I actually don't put none of this on Deshaun. This is all Cal and his bad decisions. I agree with that, but it's not all him. And as far as signing a contract and asking to be traded, it is what it. Is. Don't use it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, don't don't sign the contract. No, but because it, signing the contract, guess what? That is what it is. You signed a contract to be here for the next five years. That is what it is. But here's here's the real problem. What is the proper way to ask for a trade? I can tell you what's not the proper way. Not having your people leak stuff to the national media. Bill O'Brien used to do that, and it drove me nuts. Not posting lyrics on Twitter.com. Yeah, that is immature, childish. The thing is, talk to some, not returning phone calls. There's not a thing in the world you can't work out if you sit down with somebody face-to-face and talk. And... To me, this is just being a a fifteen year old. This is high school drama. Let's uh, let's get a couple more, and then oh, I want to I, I want to right, well, pay go. off on the, uh, the the tease that I made uh, about why why would the Texans do this? Why would the Texans not? Why would the Texans not just say, "All right, Deshaun, you're unhappy. That's fine. You can sit out." It's not it's not easy to trade someone with a contract like that. There, there's a cap hit. Like you're going to get a twenty one million dollar hit. Yeah, it's not good. So. Why would you take a $21 million cap hit unless you can get 
fair market back. And you could say, well, he can be. What if he? What if he announces it? Or what if he does like what James Harden does and calls the organization out for being terrible? Everyone already knows that about the Texans. That's like taking like you're talking to a mother of three and saying, "I'm going to tell your parents you're not a virgin." There's no threat. They, everyone knows the Texans are a horrible organization right now. Cal McNair is widely regarded as the worst owner in the NFL. That's not you're not going to like surprise anyone and say Cal doesn't know what he's doing. There was a Sports Illustrated story about Jack Easterby. You're not surprising anyone. The Texans have this leverage because Deshaun decided he wanted to be here for the next five years. If you're a dude and you don't sign a pre a prenup and you marry a chick, and then six months later you decide, man, I shouldn't have married this chick. It ain't free to divorce her. It's it's not. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. So sometimes it's just easier to. Well, I guess I'll ride it out. Yeah, I I just and he didn't have to sign the contract. He didn't. And, and if I were him, after what had happened last year, I wanted to, and, and with no. Hopkins, I'd want to play it out, but, but he wanted the money yes. guaranteed. All these guys are like, man, this is because your rookie contract, it's not like your rookie contract's nothing, but your second contract for these guys, particularly these franchise quarterbacks, is life-changing money. So they're like, I got to do it. And he clearly didn't think it all the way through. No, and listen, he's 25. I'm not expecting him to do everything right. Uh, and I don't blame him for wanting out at this point. It's a but, little bit like uh, Andre Johnson having his uncle negotiate a deal and then saying, like, I got a raw deal here. Yeah, it's not. Well, you, you maybe shouldn't have signed that deal, Andre. Well, I, I again, I don't want to lose sight of the fact that the Texans are a joke. And it's all been since. And, I, and you know what? You say, well, I don't know if Jack Easterby had anything to do with that. What has he been involved with that's been successful? All right, he was in the room for the DeAndre Hopkins trade. I think we all agree. Everyone in America, you know, this is one thing, no matter what our differences, no matter who you voted for, no matter whether you're conservative or you're liberal. You're a hedge funder or a Wall Street bro. Uh, Or a Game Street or a Game Stopper. A seat recliner or a non-recliner. I think we can all agree the DeAndre Hopkins trade was the worst trade in the history of football, right? Well, well it was bad. It's up. It was worse in the history of the Texans. All right, but it was a bad, awful, terrible trade. We yes. all agree on that, right? Yes. Is there anyone out there who disagrees? Please raise your hand. Put Speak your, now. Put your damn hand down, you lying bastard. That isn't a Cardinals bastard. fan. Huh? That isn't a Cardinals fan. Yeah, yeah. Well, They all think this is the best thing that's but, ever happened. But you know what? And, and see, this is how we solve the world's problems. We come to agreements on things where we have common ground. This is common ground. So that happened. All right, guess what? Deshaun's contract, not a good contract. Zach Cunningham, not a good contract. Whitney Merciless, not a good contract. He, he was a Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil, overpaid. Um, with it, where, what one? What deal happened? We say, you know what? That was a pretty good deal. Maybe Bradley Roby, and that was a one-year deal, and then he wound up being a druggie. <laughs> so I, I don't know how he can't be part of it. How he's not responsible for it. So let's move forward now. The GM hire where they brought in all these guys, which, by the way, nobody else hired, which is kind of like all their coaches, which makes you wonder. And I know Lance had friends who were GM said, eh, not, with, not with Easterby there. They were candidates. Um, but that's a little bit different because uh, depending on what your, uh, your role is with a team, it's not quite the same as being a head coach. But 
All right, let's look how that happened. Good old Cal gets up there and tells Deshaun he's going to be involved. Deshaun gives him some input. Cal considers the input and decides to go the way he does. And I think that's where the misunderstanding starts. Deshaun yeah. thought that meant he was going to help pick the guy. Cal thought, well, Deshaun gave me some names, and I thought about it. But the way you did it, it was underhanded. It was sneaky. It was out of nowhere. It was like one day they're flying up to New England and bringing this guy back. And, okay, so maybe he is a good GM. Maybe he will be a good GM. It's a lot of people tell me, oh, man, you shouldn't be ripping on this guy. I mean, he's well-respected around the league. And yet, this is his first move. I haven't seen anything about what roster moves they're going to make to to clear some cap space. I'm sure all that's in the works, but this is his first move is to come in and, A, not fix the Watson thing, and basically in his press conference say, well, we're about the team, we're not about one player, which if I'm Deshaun Watson, that's a slap at me. That's that's your new GM, and this is his first move is to hire a 65-year-old who's never been a coordinator, who's never been a head coach, whose name has never even come up anywhere else, as far as I know. And I did a lot of I did a lot of research, or as we call it, Googling. And I didn't find David Culley as a candidate anywhere. Any other job, no. Yeah. Let's talk to Philip. Hello, Philip. Philip, go. Three. All right. Two. Try Henry. Henry. Hello. Are we, what's going on? Yeah, here? something's wrong with the phones here. All right, let's try it. No, because the last call, you could hear him on. but just Yeah, I can't hear anything let's with Let's talk Henry. to Mario then. Hello, Mario. Hey, how y'all guys doing today? There you go. Hello, sir. Good, good. I just seen a show. I don't know if y'all watched the other network, but I was watching um, Fox today um, on a uh, show while he was on. I mean, he was ripping Watson and ripping the deal he did, and, and I was like, yeah, that. He was just being honest about Watson, not, you know, signing the deal and um, basically, you know, funding that whole deal and then how he's talking about how the Texans actually have more leverage on him than he has on them. And, um, you know, actually, I don't, I don't think that's a slap in the Watson's face as far as uh, the, you know, Texans not including him. I mean, basically, he's an employee and they're an employer. But, um, I mean, how fast can we get ready to do to get those drafted? Well, we need to I, move on from him and, and, and build our franchise. This is the thing, and this is where the Texans and, and Deshaun are gonna gonna differ because if let's say the Detroit Lions called the Texans tomorrow and said, We'll give you four first round picks for Deshaun Watson. Well, we know what would happen. Deshaun Watson would say, No, I don't want to go to Detroit because he's got a no trade clause, right? And then let's say the next day the Patriots call and say We'll give you two first-round picks for Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun says, let's do that. I'd like to go to the Patriots. But if you're the Texans, now you know Deshaun Watson's worth four first-round picks. Yeah. You, well, can't, here, you can't trade him for two but, at that point. But here's the problem. If he's requesting a trade, okay, at his request, I will shop him if he waives his no-trade clause. Yeah. And, I, and, and, that's, and that's not negotiable. If you request a trade, it's not going to be, oh, we're going to send you, uh, give me a list of teams. No. Otherwise, you, you wave it, and yeah, I'll I'll run it by you before we do the deal. But if you don't want it, well, apparently he wants to go to the Jets for some reason, which to me 
That's the most perfect. Because winning is the priority. But that's, that's the most perfect thing if you're a Texans fan. Yes, because the Jets will still be bad with Deshaun. The Jets will still be bad with Deshaun. The, the Dolphins will be a Super Bowl contender with Deshaun. Yeah, so their picks next year aren't going to be any good. No. The Jets are the Jets will be the Texans from this year because of what you would ask for, and I'm pretty sure they would give it to you. Like if you ask for you're gonna ask for their two two ones and, and a two this year, you're gonna ask for two ones and a two next year, you're gonna ask for Quinn and Williams, and you're gonna ask them to take on Whitney Merciless's contract and maybe Randall Cobbs. And they'll be able to do it. And and you know that the Jets are dumb enough to do something like that. And if I'm the Texans, I'm just sitting back adding to that, right? Yep. Until they set, finally say no and said, okay, let's go back to the other one where we keep Randall Cobb. Okay, fine. And you know what? I think the Texans, if they, well, I got to stop with that. It's like when you say, well, if Cal McNair were smart, if they did things right, but if you could draft, you know, say you draft Jamar Chase or somebody like that with the second pick and you've got the stud receiver and you, and you, know, you you'd have to find a quarterback, but you could find a guy that you can win with for a year. And if not, then go ahead and suck for a year and have a high pick next year. All right, we got to hit a break. Well, uh, I got to I got to tell you about uh, my bookie, and I guess over under on people who are happy about this ho- uh, hire in the city of Houston, I'm going to put zero point five. That's that's the number. Uh, my bookie has everything. As a matter of fact, got a couple of hockey plays for you that we'll uh, give out next segment. And if you're not on my bookie, this is the time to do it. You got that? You're going to have the big game coming up. You've got, uh, you know, AJ's got college basketball over the place. We've got Brad Powers we're about to talk to about college basketball, MMA, soccer, you name it. They've got it on my bookie. Uh, check out their mobile-friendly website. Take advantage of a half-deposit match up to $1,000. Just use the promo code RADIO when you make your first deposit. Uh, that's mybookie.ag. And the other cool thing, great customer service. And when you win, you get paid. That's not the case with a lot of these sites, but mybookie will do it. Bet, win, get paid. Use promo code RADIO for the half deposit match up to 1000 mybookie.ag. That's my bookie. ESPN 97.5. Who knew you'd be hated for being who you are? And be a big target for all the insecure. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN, your number 713-780-3776. And uh, usually we have Brad Powers here. We're going to push Brad back a day because we got stuff to talk about. Let's uh, let's get Jerry on the line. What's up, Jerry? What's going on, fellas? Sports, man. Hello? Yeah. Hey, I just got two. I just got one point to make. I'm thinking the son's um, watching contract is like his train ticket, and he got, he got the train ticket thinking it's gonna be a bumper ride, and I'm gonna ride it through. But as his train ride got to going, he realized it's gonna be a train wreck, and he just wants to get off. And that's just how I look at it. No, that's not what he wants to do. He wants to tr- the whole train to turn a different direction for him. That's not how trains work. Sorry, Deshaun. You got on the. You bought a train ticket going east and now you're like well i want to go west well sorry deshaun you bought a ticket to go east and you're on the train you can't just say 
well, take me back to the station. I want to go west. No, the train's not going to, the whole train's not going to turn around because you, now you've decided you don't want to be on it. That's not how trains work. That's not how airplanes work. That's not how contracts work. It's not the way it goes. Sorry, Deshaun, you should have thought it through a little bit better. You, I mean, you could have just said, you know what, I'll wait it out. You know who did that? Dak Prescott said, I'll wait it out. Yeah, I. And he also blew out his knee. Yeah, so. and that, that's the now that's the downside that could have happened to Deshaun. Knee or ankle? Uh, uh, yeah, it was yeah, ankle. His ankle. ankle. Yeah, his ankle exploded. But yeah. but that's that's what that's always the possibility. That's why Deshaun was like, you know what? I'm going to lock mine up now. Mm-hmm. That's the upside. The downside is, well, you you play for the Houston Texans. Sorry, Bubba. <laughs> well, it is. Uh... Uh, listen, the the Texans are a bunch of dumbasses, right? We know that. It's probably the dumbest organization in football. Uh, so I don't blame the guy at all for wanting out, but I do blame him for the way he's handled it because I, I think he's been a little a little high schooler about it, and you need to be more mature and handle things better. And that worries me long time. That's another reason why I'm willing to trade him because what happens if he gets to the Jets next year and they go 2-14, and 14, which isn't impossible? Going to want out again? Oh, this wasn't what I thought. Salah's a good coach, but our team sucks. Let's try Freddie. What's up, Freddie? AJ, you suck. All right. Yep, that was brilliant. Yeah, good call. I mean, he's right, but yeah. still. Uh, Jeff. Sports, guys. Sports. Uh, I wanted to talk about more about Nick Casario. This is like the career-defining moment. Literally a month into his job, he'll have for the next yeah. 20 years. Wow. So I think it's kind of funny how everybody's talking about Deshaun, but think about Nick. He's probably going to slow play this and have a ton of media leaks. One other thing I want to talk about is, can we forget about the no-trade clause? The purpose of that is to prevent you from the team you signed with from trading you. Once you want out, teams that you don't want to play for aren't going to offer any trades to begin with. So it's kind of irrelevant. My last point, expect this to be a three-team trade. Like where we get Jared Goff and Aaron Donald, we ship Aaron Donald off for three more first-rounders. I would be surprised if it's not a three-team trade where we get a bunch more picks after getting the team's best player. Well, I think, and I'll let I think, y'all talk about I think it. you can leave Aaron Donald's name out of this conversation, yeah. sir. I, I, don't, yeah, I, I don't think he'll be going anywhere. And, and the only way that... It, I don't think you're looking at a three-team deal. I think you're looking at a massive package from either the Dolphins or the Jets. And now you might move one of those picks for a Matt Stafford or something like that. But even I, that wouldn't make sense because the no. Texans aren't a Matt Stafford away from competing. I think if, if you got some of the stuff they're talking about, you could you could be back at 8-8 eight and eight next year with Matt Stafford as your quarterback, or 9-7 and seven even, which might get you the seventh spot. But yeah, the... The three-team trade stuff, as somebody mentioned on Twitch, this isn't the NBA. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll, I'll say this also. You said this, this could be the, the move that defines his next 20 years. If this doesn't get handled right, it won't be 20 years. No. I assure you of that. This is the, but it is the biggest move he'll ever have to make. And you know what? He, I shouldn't even say move. Decision. Because the decision could be to keep him here. Yeah, I, I, though, I look at the opportunity of what you could get. I, I do too. And I think, all right, well, bye. Because you, I mean, 
and it's it's like what I said about you know how how the difficulty of building a team around a quarterback who's on his second contract versus a rookie contract, and it's night and day. And now you're going into the next five years where you're trying to build a roster around a guy who just had his best year, and you were four and twelve. It's not going to work out. The Texans are not winning a Super Bowl anytime soon, no matter how well Deshaun plays. It's just not in the cards. The roster around him is too bad, and there's no way to build it up. So you can either keep trying that and keep going 4-12. and 12. Hell, maybe you'll even get up to 8-8 eight and eight if things go right. Or you can sell Deshaun for a ton of assets. Now, the, the downside is you'll have to hit on another quarterback, but you'll at least have some other picks that you can build a roster with. Hitting on a quarterback, as we know, is a coin flip. Hitting on a quarterback as good as Deshaun is about one in five. You know, one in six. It's rare. But maybe you don't have to have a quarterback as good as Deshaun. It's Maybe that's not required. Uh, we've seen teams with lesser quarterbacks. But, hell, Jimmy Garoppolo was in the Super Bowl last year. So it's you have to find a quarterback, but you have to build a roster around that quarterback. You you can't just say, all right, Patrick Mahomes, you're on the Lions now. Now, Patrick Mahomes is a, a freak show. He may be the one answer. But you can't say, like Josh Allen. Josh Allen wouldn't be 13-3 and three if he were the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. He just wouldn't be. He wouldn't be 13-3 and three if he were the quarterback of the Texans. At some point, you've got to build a roster around a good quarterback. Yeah, although... And and this is the other reason why I think I'd, I'd be willing to more willing to trade Watson is we talked about this before. When did Russell Wilson go four and twelve? He doesn't. When does Aaron Rodgers he go doesn't. four and twelve? Nobody who you think of as an elite quarterback goes four and twelve. And the one and, that does, everyone around here will say, "Oh, he's a scrub, Matt Ryan." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I think, uh, it, 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 from my perspective, and this is something I kind of talked about earlier. This is, I'm making this deal, and I'm starting over. But and it's got to be the right deal. And I'm, yeah, well, I've got, you, you know my price. I'm, I'm asking a bunch. And if I get that, I honestly feel like I could put a quarterback in there and be competitive next year. And when I say competitive, we're not talking Super Bowl. We're talking, you might sneak into the seventh spot. Because there's still other things you can do in free agency. If you can get some of these contracts off the books, then... You know, now here's the other thing. And Russell says, sounds like a chance for the Texans to have a Herschel Walker moment. Yeah, that's that's what I want. But here's the problem. How many guys are going to want to come play here? <laughs> I mean, honestly, what what big time players are going to say, you know what? I'll go sign with the Texans after all this. I mean, there'll be really good free agents out there. If I'm them, I mean, oh, you know what? No, no, I have been dying to go play for David Cully. Yeah, I've been dying to play with AJ McCarron. <laughs> it, no, it's it's you're in a you're in a rough spot. Hey, Deshaun, uh, Deshaun was your best card. Real quickly, uh, two plays for the people tonight on hockey, and then we'll get back to this. Uh, Flames Canadians over six, Ducks Coyotes under five and a half. Those are your two. My best play for tonight was Northern Colorado minus four against Northern Arizona. Uh, thanks a lot, Roni. Got I, I don't even know what I, I, it can't even be Roni because it got moved to tomorrow night. You moved it one day, and I got line value when I bought it at four, 
and now it's at five. So when I play it tomorrow, because my book I know is going to say it's going to cancel the bet, right? And then I'm going to have to play it again tomorrow at five. I'll still play it at five though. <laughs> just, just throw that out. There. Sad. So there you go. That's a that's an early play for tomorrow, folks. Well, there you go. All right, we'll be right back. I'm going to go get another one of these uh, sliders. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. So, I got to do a little giveaway here, and then we'll, let's let's get some calls. We'll hold off on the gym of the yeah, day. Yeah, we'll, we'll, it's, it's a big day. Sometimes yeah. we have a day where we have to go a little off schedule. By the way, speaking of, I uh, texted Brad Powers. He's going to join us tomorrow. Yeah, uh, we just got too much stuff going on today. Yeah, and we haven't uh, even, totally understood. We obviously. haven't even scratched the surface of this uh, on our end or on your end, guys. So, uh, but right now at Sam Houston Race Park Thursday, where we're giving away a pair of tickets in every show to see all the action live during the twenty seventh annual Thoroughbred Racing Season. Live racing begins at six forty five p.m. on Friday and Saturday night. Every Friday night, enjoy two dollar long necks and two dollar wines. COVID nineteen protocols will be strictly observed. At 5.51, we'll take caller 3 to 713-780-3776. You win a pair of tickets to Sam Houston Race Park. Get your wagers in as early as possible. Visit shrp.com for more info, and we'll be out there tomorrow. You know, you'll have to distance. We're not going to let you, like, come up and hug us or anything, but we will be out there tomorrow. All right, let's, uh, is that, uh, Datman? Datman. Never heard that before, I'm sure. What's up? No, not at all. Hey, man, I just got a question. Since we're talking about next year, no matter what the Texans do, they're going to suck. If they trade Deshaun Watson, like y'all are saying, and go for as many picks as we can get, well, why don't we not worry about a quarterback and just stay with A.J. McCarron and make it through next year and then see what we want to do from there? You could absolutely do that because you'll be bad next year. Now, I, I, my favorite option of all these possible trades like, I, there's a lot of people who are like, I'd, I'd want the Jets because the Jets have the second pick. And you get your choice of any quarterback besides Trevor Lawrence. Well, I don't want any of those guys. I like the scenario where I get the third pick, which is the Dolphins pick, and I also get Tua. And, like, to me, that's interesting because I think Tua, I would pick Tua over every quarterback in this draft that's not named Trevor Lawrence. So, and that's yeah. even having seen a year of Tua. I would still take him. Because, well, and... and- you know, now you're going to go. Oh, Tua suck last. Year. If he does, cool. But you've but, got a great draft pick next year. <laughs> let me let me kind of again. You got to put things in context. Here's a guy who was coming off a major injury, who did no camp, nothing for his rookie year in the NFL. Uh, barely had any opportunity to get reps by the time he was thrown in there. And even when he was thrown in there, was sharing reps still. Yeah, and he he played okay at times. He wasn't special. But I don't think that's the Tua that he's going to be. No. And if you write him off based on that, like a lot of Dolphins fans want to do, uh, I think you're making a mistake. I think you're going to see a much better player next year. And let's not forget, 
Tua was considered a better NFL prospect than Deshaun Watson was. Yep. Although, according to Lance, the Dolphins are not moving anything to the Texans. No ands, ifs, or buts. They don't want to do business. Okay. Well, mm. that sucks. I, I've heard different. So Lance said this morning on the show that they're Brian Flores is following the Patriot way, and they're not going to do anything to jeopardize giving away picks or give away Tua, apparently. Okay. That's just what he said this morning. Yeah, I, you know, and, and he's very well connected. I said I just heard something different from someone in that organization. Yep. So let's talk to Timmy. Timmy crack corn. I don't care. Hello, Tim. Hello. Sports. AJ Sports. AJ. Yes. This is Tim, Wildcat Tim. You're supposed to come play golf with me sometime. We talked about this when you guys were out there. You know what, Tim? I'm playing with you sometime in in February. I I'm making a, a on air promise. I'll play golf around in February. I promise. <laughs> well, Fred has to play too, right? Fred? No, I'm not Fred, playing with Fred. On. Fred and I have been yeah, fighting. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've, I have to spend too much time around this creep. I'll, I'll come out another time. Okay. Okay. So here's my take, guys. The Texans knew what they were doing. They were never going to hire the best coach possible because they knew they were going to suck, and they knew Deshaun was going to opt out. And he was going to go away. So we got this guy in here now. He's going to coach. They're going to be bad for two or three years, maybe more. And then they're going to try to hire a real coach, a better coach. I'm not sorry, not a real coach, but a better coach yeah. to move forward. That's what they're doing. That's what they thought the whole time. That's the Bo Porter theory. That? That, that, that's what I said at the beginning of the show, the Bo Porter theory that they know that this is a silly hire, but there's no point in paying you know, Eric Bieniemy, who probably would have made six, $7 million a year, there's no point in doing that because for the next three years, this team's going to be a disaster anyway. So, yeah, I, I agree. That's what they did. Uh, that, I, I'm gonna, we're going to go on record calling that the Bo Porter theory. What are we going to set the total of his salary at? Two and a half? No. Like the lowest paid coach in the league gets like three and a half, four. So I, I'm guessing three and a half, four. Uh, he, I, I'll I go over. I'll I, go over. I think he'll be one of the five or six lowest paid coaches in the league. I'll go over. Okay, I'll say four and a half. They're, they're, I mean, they're not. They, I'm AJ, not they overpay cheap. everybody. I know. Why won't they overpay their coach? I, yeah, I, you should have been able to get him for three and a half. You should have been able to get Laramie Tunsil for seventeen a year. But that was Bill O'Brien stuff. Oh yeah, you know who else was involved in that? Well, Jesus, Jesus Easterby, and Tim. You got my number. Shoot me a text, and I'll uh, I'll set something up to come play. Um, but yeah, I mean. There's not allegedly Easterby's making three million a year. You don't think that's yeah. overpaid? Well, he talks to God for Cal. Yeah, that's difficult. I mean, you don't even know anybody. Nobody else in the city except for Olstein can talk to God for Cal. Man, I wish I could be a con man, dude. I would. I would be such a great televangelist con man. I. I. I, I would dwarf Benny Hinn. And Kenneth Copeland. I mean, I wouldn't just have a private jet. I'd have, I'd have like a seven fifty seven. That's that's how badass I would be. Problem You'd have is, an actual fleet of yachts that would rem- resemble the Spanish Armada. Oh, no, I'd buy battleships, dude. I don't want yachts. I want battleships. I want to be able to take over a country, all in God's name. But no, the the there's one problem with that. And why I could never be a con man? I have this whole guilt thing about taking people's money, mm. you know. 
and I wouldn't do it in, in the name. Is of that the why Lord. you didn't buy GameStop stock? I, that's I uh, <laughs> I didn't because I don't like to mess around with things like that that could go south really quick. Yeah. So. 713-780-ESPN, 713-780-3776. Dallas Longhorn said, I truly believe Urban would want to make a splash with a proven quarterback, and the Texans get Lawrence. I can't see that. I just can't. Um, Wait. They talk about trading the one for oh, Watson. No. I, that that's Honestly, it, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of dumb trades the Texans could make. I firmly believe that would be a dumb trade for the Jags to make. Because the, you just saw what the Jags are like. The Jags are no better than the Texans. We saw Deshaun go four and twelve with the Texans. He would go four and twelve with the Jags. Uh, Trevor Lawrence gives you cap space and hope. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is a much better commodity right now than Deshaun Watson. If if you're a bad team, because you're going to have a chance to build around him in yes. the next three years it, while he's on a, an affordable contract. If you're the Colts. And the Colts could choose between Deshaun Watson or Trevor Lawrence. It would make sense to take Deshaun Watson because the Colts are uh, yeah. a great quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. So, but the, the Jags are not. So, I, I, I'm sure Urban would love that. Uh, but I, I also think Urban loved the idea of going to play with Trevor Lawrence. That, that, well, that's why he took the job. Yeah, he didn't I, I, sign yeah. the paperwork until after they were guaranteed the first pick. Yeah. I I also think uh, the Texans would want more than just the number one pick, and and that would make no sense for the Jaguars because they've built those assets up, and they're going to be able to put some players around Lawrence. Let's try. What Buddy says? What about Arizona? Kyler, Christian Kirk, two firsts and a second. Not enough. Not even close. Not enough. Nope. You're not even in the ballpark. Sorry. Uh, let's try Balbo. Balbo Baggins. Up. Hello. Three, two. What is going on with the damn phones? Mike. Hello. Sports to you, Mike. Hello. Hey. My father said the funniest thing. <laughs> he calls Jack Easterby. He calls him Jack Easter Bunny. <laughs> he says, "Yeah, <laughs> that's because you never see him and he just lays eggs." <laughs> well, there you go. I, I, I don't think your dad came up with that, but I think he was the first one to say the laying eggs thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Easter Bunny. Although, I must say, the Easter Bunny doesn't lay eggs. He's not a chicken. <laughs> but the Easter Bunny's a mammal. Yeah, sir. if he, yeah, I hate to break that. I mean, to you. it's gonna ruin. Yeah, your, and you know, it's gonna ruin your dad joke. But there's uh, the Easter Bunny's a man. There's that old saying about the. Uh, I don't know if he's a man or not, but there's that old saying about bleeping like rabbits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rabbits bleep, and then have little rabbits. Yeah, they don't come out in eggs. That's chickens, that's reptiles, that's McNairs. It's always great, to, though, when you see a child ask their parents, hey, I thought rabbits don't lay eggs on Easter, and they go, uh, yeah, and try to have to come up with a lie on the spot. He says, Texans the only football team I've grown up with since I was 10. Today, this team really shattered me. I'm so pissed. Uh, are we sure that's not Cal that just called? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because he talked too fast. No, that was Cal who called and said, AJ, you suck. No, Actually, that might have been Easterby. Well, yeah. I don't know who it was, but no, he was said, wait, "Wait, if it had been Easterby, the call would have gone a little differently. It'd have been like, uh, Lord, please give me the strength to tell AJ that he sucks.'" To that guy, I say, "Thank you for listening, sir." All right, 
Let's take a break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5. This is ESPN 97.5.